Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Everyone, welcome back to the Umarpreneur Live podcast. And in this very special episode, I want to tell you guys, we had um, Brother Omar al-Dafrawi scheduled for today, uh, who is an Egyptian MMA fighter, but unfortunately, he couldn't attend due to a last-minute emergency. So guess what? We're going to give you a surprise episode today. And uh, this is going to be with none other than my superstar social media manager, Yusuf Saad. Uh, Yusuf, assalamu alaikum, bro. Welcome to the podcast. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you, brother. So I'm really excited for people to meet you and get to know you a little bit. Yusuf has been part of the team at Umarpreneur for over a year now. Uh, he's been honestly instrumental in our growth and our ability to bring you guys valuable content, engage with you across our socials. Many of the ideas that we actually have put in place have been thanks to his uh, genius. So the reason why I wanted to bring one of my uh, team members today, and honestly, one of my partners, because that's what I consider them, is that... I want to share with you guys a little bit of, you know, inside look on not only entrepreneurship, but also topics that we don't often talk about, like freelancing uh, topics, like building a team and even share with you a little bit more about Omar Printer, what we're working on, what we plan, where we plan to go, inshallah, and where we were before. So where we started. And uh, I want to give you guys a little bit of background on why I'm doing this episode today. So before we dive in. So a lot of times when we think of, you know, generating an online income we think that the only solution or the only way to get there is by building a business. And of course, I've had this discussion with Yusuf many times. And the truth is that building a business is really, really difficult. It takes a lot of time, takes a lot of effort. Sometimes for a year or more, you're actually not making any money. You're putting in 12 hour days, you're you know grinding it out, you're trying to figure it out. And it's very difficult to start. Now, for a lot of people, they're really just looking for a way to generate an online income, live a life, live essentially a uh, a remote lifestyle, right? So be able to travel, be able to work from all over the world, be able to, you know, um, essentially work on your own schedule and have all these benefits without necessarily going through all the trouble of building a business. Now, if this sounds like you, then freelancing is actually very much a great way to achieve those goals without having the burden of building an entire business from the ground up. Um, and so we're going to talk about that on the podcast today. We're going to talk about what is freelancing exactly, why it's the best gateway to earning an online income when you're a beginner, um, and a few other topics. And uh, the best place to start is I want Yusuf here with me today uh, to share with you guys, if you can share with us, Yusuf, what motivated you initially to become a freelancer versus you know seeking a traditional job in a nine to five? Yeah, that's a great question. So... To be honest, it wasn't planned. Like it, it wasn't that I, I knew the benefits of freelancing, and I just decided that I wouldn't go for, uh, for like a a, a traditional job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just fate. So, like I graduated from university like just a few years ago, like to actually like twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and as any fresh graduate, I just started looking for jobs and. I just came across the idea of freelancing and I started uh, like looking for jobs online. And um, to my to my luck, I ended up like like getting a client and then um, mm-hmm. it just started rolling with me. Like I just started getting more clients and it really is, it really is a different approach mm-hmm. because it just, it just saved me, like, uh, it just helped me take a, a totally different uh, road than what I had intended. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And you're to, to kind of share with everyone um, some background. So obviously you're you're located in Egypt, right? So uh, each one of the members at Umarpreneur is actually located in a different country. So we're a very global uh, team right now. And I want, I want to ask you, you know, for someone that's in Egypt right now, what is it, you know, when you compare, you know, freelancing to like a nine to five, what is it that appeals to you? Because we we have listeners that listen to this episode, that this podcast, that are from different countries, uh, whether it's from Egypt, from Pakistan, India, and all over, uh, and they're looking for those opportunities. Um, and I'd love to share with them the possibilities of freelancing. So share share that with me. What is it about freelancing that appealed to you, and why is it interesting for someone like yourself who is who is in Egypt? Yeah. Um... Here's what's like awesome about freelancing. Like freelancing essentially gives everyone an equal uh, opportunity in the global market. So mm-hmm. as someone in Egypt, I am limited by opportunities in Egypt physically. I can't work anywhere else, right? And uh, like a few years ago, if I wanted to get a job in Canada, I would have to go to Canada. Yeah. If I, I, I was just limited to my opportunities here. But now I am equal to anyone anywhere. So, so my skills really dictate how far I can go. My skills dictate my my salary because I'm not bound to to the average Egyptian salary. I can I can essentially make as much as anyone else makes, and this can make a huge difference in in people who like in in, in lives of people who are living in like uh, developing countries, especially because it just gives you this opportunity to really prove yourself. All you need is your skill and language to communicate, and you you have access to the global market, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, hundred percent, bro. And I want to ask you because you know, freelancing is a great gateway to earning an online income. And for people who are listening to this and who are wondering, you know, maybe they've been in a position where they have been working on their business for a while or a business idea, and it's just not moving forward quick enough. And they really feel like, listen, I want to generate an online income. I want to do this as quick as possible. You've really been grinding it out. You've really been trying to build this business or whatever it is you're trying to do, and it's just you can't really figure it out. I really do recommend that you look into freelancing as a possibility because even for myself, if you really think about it, um, you know, the first successful business that really allowed me to, to quit my job was a business where I provided a service, right? So I was offering uh, Facebook ads as a service and providing a service online, right? Which is essentially what freelancing is when you provide a service online allows you to generate an income without necessarily having any startup costs, right? So, I mean, use it for yourself, were there any costs for yourself associated with freelancer with freelancing or or actually what were the costs that were associated with starting up as a freelancer were there any costs for you what can people expect yeah like the cost was absolutely nothing and mm. and it wasn't even experience so i didn't need uh experience to start freelancing i like i started with freelancing and that's all i know like i never had a traditional job i never actually went to a 9 to 5 that's all I knew all of my life, like freelancing. So I didn't really need any previous experience, but I just needed, I did have my education and I did, I like, it wasn't that I was clueless about what I'm doing. I, I had my, my, I had my portfolio and my education to back me up, but I didn't have any solid uh, experience there. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so how did you approach that for someone that didn't have experience to go and actually land the job? What was your, what was your approach like? Yeah. So Essentially, your approach would would be really focused on on how you can bring value and and you can also try to penetrate the market with a lower price. So instead of uh, instead of charging 
like you would you would essentially like do your market research and you would see mm. uh like the position you want and you would see what's the average there and then you can essentially like drop your price a bit so you can land your first job and and once you have this first job and once you get this first client and once you get a, a good review from this client if you do a good job if you have like the right mindset if you have the right attitude uh it's almost certain that you are going to get the job done even if your mm. technical skills are not amazing yeah so if you have the right mindset you're you're surely to succeed and of course like if you if you if you're lucky enough to get like a a, a decent client who who's who's communicative with you then uh it really just boils down to that yeah definitely and 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 really to kind of add to that because when i was looking at uh hiring for this role and you were the the first person that i hired uh in umrepreneur so you were actually the first person to join the team actually no sorry so that's uh that's a mistake there was katami before uh but he he left before you joined uh and he was more of a temporary role to help us set up our email marketing sequences so it was for a specific task and then he was done um but you were the first permanent role to actually join the team so you were the actual uh, one that was uh that i hired with plans to actually have as a long-term partner in the company and when i was looking for to fill that role to give you guys some advice if you're thinking about freelancing just like you have said here you don't necessarily need experience but more importantly what you're going to need is the right mindset and and one thing that really um you know stood out to me when i was looking at potential candidates and and i went through your application as well to see kind of you know what your credentials were i remember very well that you didn't have experience at that point in time but what you did have was the right attitude and what you also did have that is more important that i think freelancers should pay attention to a little bit more is you had an interest in uh the mission and the vision of the company and i think that's really important because when companies are looking to hire if they're looking to hire someone long term now there are of course the exception to the rule there are the companies that just want to hire for a specific task they just care if you can do your job really well and that's it uh, and in that case you would probably need some experience or some credentials but for someone like myself who's looking to hire someone that is actually going to be a partner in the business and not just a contractor or a freelancer um even though you might consider yourself a freelancer and I consider you a partner in the business what I'm looking for is someone who aligns with that mission and vision because when I want to grow entrepreneur I want someone to come join me and say oh what are what are some different ways that we can grow this right oh here's a new idea that we can implement here's something new that we should be doing that we're not necessarily doing and the and the truth is it's only someone who actually cares about where we're going that's going to do that if you don't care about that you're going to do your job you're going to clock in clock out and it's done but when you care about what we're trying to do here which in this case is helping nurture muslim entrepreneurship you're going to be more interested in bringing those ideas and trying to actually achieve that mission uh, and that's something that stood out for me is that you actually showed um an interest in the purpose behind omrepreneur and i think that's such important advice for freelancers who want to get started and who want to apply to different jobs or careers or companies look at what the company is doing see if it aligns with you know what you want to do and if it does then show them that you're actually interested in what they're doing and you you're really excited to be part of it would you agree Yusuf yeah 100% like i think this is this is definitely like one of the perks of being a freelancer mm-hmm. is that you're able to pick who you want to work with and mm-hmm. and you can really get picky with that if you're like once you like get good enough yeah so this is something that i always ask any client before before like getting serious with them is i always ask them about about like like basically their the, the philosophy where they want to go with this like what they're offering like this is really important because 
if you actually align with these values, then you achieve something very important, which is you don't feel like this is work. And, mm -hmm. and once you don't feel like this is work, you can actually put the time and effort in it just to give it your 100% without fe feeling drained. And mm -hmm. I think this is incredibly important. Yeah, definitely. Now, of course, for myself, I had a different approach, right? So I, I, I know very well that you, um, mashallah, are continuing to grow. And through our work together as well, I try really hard to help you grow in different directions, you know, challenging you in different ways, including today, telling you to come on the podcast, right? So here, here's a new challenge for you. Um, and I'm glad that you took me up on it. And so, you know, there's all these different ways that you get to grow and you get to, you know, improve your skills and, and refine yourself. And, you know, we do talk a lot about entre entrepreneurship on this podcast, right? I mentioned it before, but one thing we don't talk about enough is, you know, the possibilities of getting on the ground floor within a startup like Omerpreneur and be part of a team that's building a business together. And that has its own appeal as well. So I want to know for you, like, what has the, that experience been like for you? Has it been rewarding? Has it been enjoyable? And you don't have to, you know, sweet talk me because I'm here actually. <laughs> Pretend that I'm not here, but tell people honestly, do you feel like there's any perks in uh, you know, actually joining like a startup and building it together with a team versus just building your own thing on your own. Do you, do you think that it's been an enjoyable experience or what has been your experience like for you? Yeah, that's yeah, of course. It's um, it's really it's really something that I, I've always wanted. And uh, I'm really I'm really lucky to to actually um, like be part of this. Mm -hmm. Being part of a startup it just allows you to be just allows you to see everything that happens and it allows you to actually see how business grows and you don't you don't really take any risks as well so uh, i'm not really losing anything right Correct. so you're you're the one who's taking all the risks and uh, yeah. i'm just i'm just learning right yeah and, and this this really gives you the opportunity to to just see everything and and learn from from whoever is running the business mm -hmm. so i'm learning a lot from abby because abby has like way more experience than i do and mm -hmm. he's essentially giving me all of this experience because he needs he needs me to to be like at my best so in order for the company to grow so my growth becomes essential to the company's growth and this is why abby has to also mentor me in this way and mm -hmm. and, and he has a drive to mentor me in this way and this is really, really valuable. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And and in the same vein, brother, because you know, a lot of times, I think the mindset required to succeed in freelancing is the same thing as the mindset required to succeed, succeed in entrepreneurship, or the mindset required to succeed in anything in life, really. Um, and and it, it's really the mindset where you are able to essentially acknowledge your acknowledge your shortcomings or your learning opportunities. And then be open to receiving coaching and then to take action upon that to improve and to actively seek what are the areas in your life where you are maybe not as best as you can be. And then trying actively to learn how to how to overcome or how to, um, you know, fill those gaps. And I think for me, I do this actively as a business owner every single day. And you do this as well. And you have that attitude. And I think every person on the team, I'm entrepreneur. One thing that I'm super grateful for is every person has that attitude where whether I talk to you or to uh, Saeed Babar or to Abdurrahman, who's our newest recruit as well. You know, all of us have the same attitude and the same culture. Uh, and I think we'll talk about culture as well in terms of building a company in a second. But do you think it's important for people to have that attitude, that learning mindset, you know, if they if they do want to succeed online? Yeah, like 100%. Because 
if you're a freelancer, no one's holding you accountable. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like of course, in, in some cases, like, for example, like, you hold me accountable because, like, the type of relationship you have. But yeah. if you're a freelancer, uh, in lots of cases, the client just wants to get work done. Like, they just expect uh, you to deliver something. Mm-hmm. And... And it's really up to you to to like go above and beyond. And it's up to you to always improve on yourself and make sure that you're always growing because this is this is your business. This is like if like your growth like equals the growth of, of, of your income as well. So the more the more the more skills you have, the more you'll be able to to like charge more and, and mm-hmm. essentially grow in the freelancing field. Yeah, completely this agree. Important, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent, brother. And and I and that's such an important uh, skill to have the skill of being able to be receptive to constructive criticism and to be receptive to, uh, you know, feedback from others. Uh, it's so important because you can only succeed in entrepreneurship if you're if you don't have an ego. I think, or even as a freelancer, right? It's when you put your ego aside and and you you know you essentially can't operate from a perspective of oh I'm the best at this or I'm the best at that, but rather by putting aside your ego and understanding that you know there are other people out there who know more than me in many things. And what can I learn from every person that I talk to? And I think one thing that uh, you guys have probably noticed uh, and you guys have talked about as well and mentioned um, is that in a lot of my, um, in my work, I'm a entrepreneur. One thing that I do with my team is that I include them on every single decision that we make in the company, right? So when we have our Friday meetings and we're talking about what are the next steps that we're going to take in terms of products or programs we're going to release in the company, or even if we're trying to think about, um, you know, a new service that we're going to put out or a new software that we're going to build, or you know what, here's a new platform that we could possibly tackle. I'm never isolating myself and thinking, you know, oh, I'm better than my team. So I'm just going to go, I have more experience than my team. So I'm just going to go and make all these decisions on my own and give you guys tasks. But rather, I make it a point to include you in those, like, in those decisions and essentially throughout my thinking process. And for me, this has been one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had to be completely honest with you, because, you know, for other entrepreneurs who are listening to this, who maybe have a team, there's so much value that every single person can bring to the table, you know, based on their own unique life experiences, based on their own perspectives. And every time we have a meeting about something, um, you know, whether I ask you something, Yusuf, or I'm asking something to say either or to someone else, you know, every time you guys bring forth an idea, I'm like, wow, I would never thought of it that way. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't think of it from this angle. And then to to hear those different ideas has allowed me and has allowed us as a team and has allowed the company to exponentially, you know, grow at an exponential rate. And and you know, we kind of look at our entrepreneur and we kind of think, you know, we're still small time, which we are. We're a very small startup. Um, but I would say, like, if we compare where we started to where we are now. Like it's a, it's a world of a difference. Right. And the credit doesn't go to me like zero guys like this, not some genius. The credit goes to Yusuf. The credit goes to say the credit goes to, you know, my team that come and bring their own skills uh, and contribute. Um, so yeah, man, do you think, do you feel like for like entrepreneurs listening to this, for business owners listening to this, Yusuf, what advice do you have to them uh, to give them when it comes to, you know, building a culture, building a team? I'd love to hear your perspective. Yeah. It's just like you said, like, uh, like if if I'm thinking how our meetings went before, like when it was just the two of us, and mm-hmm. of course, like there were lots of ideas like going back and forth, and it was of course like amazing, mm-hmm. and and when Said came, it 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 just 
became totally different. Like when when three people are are like bouncing ideas off each other, it just becomes like you just see the tremendous value in that. And I think you said this once, and it's really true that the one like the value the one person uh, brings is not just like a value of one person. It just it, it feels like a lot more because mm-hmm. essentially like when I give you an idea and I put it out in the open and yeah. then Said adds on it and then you add on it and then it just becomes something totally different and combining all of these aspects it just makes it just amazing like it, mm-hmm. it just really amazing to see this uh like happening mm-hmm. definitely alhamdulillah it's it, honestly exactly which is uh you know the uh when you combine like like a team makes up more than the whole so what that means essentially in like regular words is that like when you're one person you have that one uh, you know, you have your own way of thinking, you have your own background, your own life experiences. That's all you can bring to the table. But for some reason, when you bring multiple people to the table, then the, together, when you work together, you, you achieve more and you become more than the sum of your parts, right? So we were three people, but we become more than the sum of our parts because of our experience and how they're combined. Um, so it's a really interesting phenomenon, subhanAllah, that happens when, uh, when people get together to work on something. And especially something in our case, which I really love, that is um, inshallah, you know, in line uh, with our deen and with, you know, hopefully something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with. Allahu alam, but we hope and we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with the work that we're trying to do and the mission we're trying to achieve. And so there's some barakah in that as well. Um, so let's talk a little bit uh, about how Umarpreneur started and where we are now and, and where we're going a little bit. To give people a little bit of background, maybe, you know, a little bit of backstory on our startup and maybe they can get inspired, they can learn a little bit. And I'm going to share with uh, the audience a little bit about where we started. And then I want you to share with the audience as well, what were like the biggest changes that we've done since you've joined? And maybe people can learn from that and they can do the same changes in their business. So when we first started, I was on my own, of course, with Emmerpreneur. So it was just an idea that I had and I was trying to build something out of nothing. And it's a very difficult thing to do when you're one person. So I essentially only had, uh, we, we only had one program. Well, we still do only have one program because... Honestly, just kind of like a side note, I don't know. I don't know how companies can keep building like new programs every single week or month or year. I mean, we're trying to, but when you're one person, if you're one person that's like, you know, one coach or, uh, you know, one service provider and you're trying to constantly churn out courses, it's really difficult to actually put out something that's a value or something that you're constantly improving and making better, you know, as well as keeping up with social media and serving your clients and everything else. So I, I really do wonder how these businesses work. But for me, I really could only handle one program. And to this day, we still have one program. And now we're kind of like working on finally the next thing that we're going to do, inshallah, which is going to be really exciting. But I had one program. I was only on Facebook. I didn't have any other social media platforms because I just couldn't have, didn't have the time or the energy to, you know, put that investment in those other social media platforms. And that's important for people who are listening to this and who are just getting started in, in business. You know, sometimes you have to pick and choose your areas of focus. If you're one person, you're not necessarily going to be able, not necessarily going to be able to, you know, create content on all social media platforms while building your program or your service while serving your clients while marketing. You know that is it's just too much. You're going to go crazy. So I only had Facebook. I had one program. We had a small Facebook group, and that was pretty much my areas of focus. And I kind of built that up until I was making just enough to be able to say, all right, I can finally hire my first person. And uh, Yusuf, Yusuf, that was it. So, um, so Yusuf, share with me, bro. What were the biggest transformations that we did 
when you join. Maybe some people can get inspired because you know where I started and where we are now is is you know night and day. So uh, share with us some of those milestones or maybe what you've brought in terms of ideas to inspire some others, inshallah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like thinking back, of course, like like lots of things changed. And um, mm. I think it's mostly about really just optimizing like the content that we're putting mm. out, like really optimizing the content and mm. focusing on, on bringing value to people. Like all of this, like we spend most of our time putting out free content to provide value, right? Yeah. And I think this is extremely important to do. Like, um, it's really- what do you th why, do you think it's, why do you think it's so important for companies to put out free content? Like what, what benefit does that have for a company like ours? Yeah, essentially it's like bringing, bringing value really, like it really translates to, to, like to growth in the end. Mm -hmm. So, so if you're focusing on bringing value, like this is what really happened with us. Like we, we were really focused on bringing value to people and Alhamdulillah, like that ended up with us really blowing up on social media and that was great. And, and of course that also affected, like really made that huge impact on business, mm -hmm. but our focus wasn't really business. So we, we didn't yeah. really, we weren't really optimizing the business as much as we were optimizing the content, but the content had this effect on business. And, um, I think it's amazing when you think about it like that. And of course, also like sincerely wanting to provide people with value just makes it a lot easier for you to work. If you really want to bring value to people and if you're creating this content and you know that someone might actually benefit from this and instead of just wanting to sell them something, it, it just makes it a lot easier for you to put in the work and actually put the effort to do that if you sincerely mm -hmm. have this intention. Mm -hmm. Intention is so huge in content, right? And and it's interesting that you say that because we spent so much time refining it. And of course, we went from just being on Facebook to then put, being on Instagram and then being on LinkedIn and then eventually being on uh, YouTube and also now TikTok. So guys, follow us on all platforms. Hashtag Omerpreneur. Check us out. Follow us. Share our content, guys. Help us go viral, all right? We're working really hard here all day, all night. We're working so hard for you guys to put out this content. If you listen to this podcast and you're not following us on social media, I don't know what you're doing right now, but you should be putting out your phone. You should be going on your favorite platform, search for entrepreneur, follow us and share our most recent posts, guys. Share and send me a DM and tell me that I'm doing this because I'm listening to your podcast and I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little something. I don't know what I'm going to give you yet, but I'll give you a little something. We'll see. It could be a call. It could be something else. Um, but yeah, I mean, how, so we, we've done that Yusuf. And now what, what's the next step for us? I mean, now that we've covered all social media platforms, what has been our next area of focus? right yeah i think i think it's like the uh i think also what, what we what we really focused on is uh which is part of optimizing the content is also getting to know our audience mm -hmm. so i think we, we spent so much time doing that we spent like we, we still are doing that like we're always yeah. making like make, making research uh like looking at what people like so we can give them more of it really focusing on what do people want and instead of just putting out content without actually like just just for the sake of it mm -hmm. and this resulted in always optimizing our content like we do this on a regular basis we're always thinking yeah like we should put this out we shouldn't put this out yeah and really the process it's more about the process because we know that we we never really get to the end of it because it's just always going to be a work in progress but i think it's incredibly important to always think about it what what the audience want Mm hmm. hundred percent, bro. And that's, I love that you brought that up, Yusuf. See guys, this is why Yusuf is part of my team. I'm telling you guys, I only work with the rock stars. Why? 
I don't know. We, we have a culture like that at Merpreneur, but you know what? We worked really hard to build it. And it's not only thanks to me, it's thanks to every person that joined. Um, and, and to be honest with you, yeah, I mean, identity research, market research, understanding your customer, your customer avatar. We have, uh, we have a, an ideal customer in our minds, right? What's her name, Yusuf? What's her name? It's uh, Sophia. Sophia, yes. So Sophia Al-Majid is uh, our customer avatar and entrepreneur. We know exactly everything about her life. We know her marital status, how many children she has, what she does for work. Um, we know what her goals are, what her aspirations are, what her fears are, what are her obstacles, what are the things she believes that might not be true. Um, and, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to help guide Sophia through our content towards you know, the possibilities and the benefits of entrepreneurship and helping her get started within that world. And so that's kind of like the angle that we approach it from. And it's helped us tremendously because now we get to look at our content sometimes. And when we didn't have that, we would just say, oh, this is, this is cool. This is related to entrepreneurship or this is not cool. It's not really related. But now we can look at this and we can say, oh, you know what? Um, you know, even though this is related to entrepreneurship, I don't think this actually relates to Sophia that much because it's for someone who is at this stage or maybe someone who, it doesn't necessarily, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily fit our target customer right now or our, our, our ideal customer avatar. So even though it is within our sphere, it's not something that we should be talking about. And I think that's made a big difference because it allows you to really pinpoint what you should be talking about. And that has allowed us to really put out better content that people engage with more. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. And um, let's uh, share with people a little bit of a sneak peek. Uh, since we're getting close to wrapping up here, inshallah, it's going to be a shorter episode, but I just want to give you guys some value. Yusuf was great. He was kind enough um, and graceful enough to join me today on this podcast on a last minute request because our plan guest going to make it, mashallah. And I, I want to really just express my gratitude um, to Yusuf for doing that. Um, let's share with people a little bit of a sneak peek on what we're possibly working on. So I don't want to, I don't want to share any secrets, um, but Yusuf, for us, let me let me approach it from this angle because I don't want you to reveal what we're working on just yet. Let's share with people when we when it got when it became time to think about our next product or service that we're going to put out. What is what is it specifically that what is the question that we wanted to answer or what is what was our goal in terms of figuring out? what to create because a lot of people might think oh i already have courses so i think i'm just going to keep creating courses i already have a service i'm going to keep doing services we approached it a bit from a different angle we're not going to reveal too much information yet until it's finalized but what was the angle that we took to think of what's the next thing we want to build for the muslim community and what can people kind of you know expect a little teaser i know i'm making this challenging but yeah go for it <laughs> so i think uh we can really sum it up in one sentence which is nurturing muslim entrepreneurship right Mm. So this this really encompasses. This is not just being uh, like a service provider. It's not just providing courses. This is really about showing Muslims the value of entrepreneurship and really making it easy for them uh, in mm. all of the aspects of entrepreneurship. So all of the aspects just make it easier for Muslims to be entrepreneurs and really mm. uh, raising awareness on on how they can actually like take charge of their income and how they can take charge and actually do something on their own and how. And we just, we just want to guide them there. hundred percent, bro. I think that, that was the best description I could have ever gave for that. Um, Yusuf, do you have any advice for, um, you know, people who are listening to this, who are aspiring, uh, freelancers and, and who wish, you know, they listen to this and they're like, you know what, I want to make some income online. Uh, is there any tips or advice we can give them inshallah 
uh, before we wrap up today? Yeah. Um, so either if you're if you're a freelancer or you're like an aspiring uh, entrepreneur, like you really want to be like an entrepreneur and you're working a nine to five right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important to see the similarities between freelancing and and like entrepreneurship, uh, because essentially being a freelancer is is really like being a business owner is just providing a business so if you want to provide any business let's say for example graphic design and you really want to have your own business revolving around graphic design you but what you can essentially do is just go and and start building your like even if you don't have any experience you can start uh growing your technical skills just uh like taking courses building your portfolio with these courses showing your skills and then you would start applying for jobs uh, as a freelancer. Like you, you can go to the freelance platforms and you can apply for jobs as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. And and once you have enough clients, you can actually start to scale your business by uh, by either like outsourcing. Uh, so you can just outsource people to do your work or help help you with the work you're doing, and essentially like delegate until you're making passive income. So that's the next step for. Uh, like, like you would either raise your rates or, or like grow this way, like scale. And uh, there is just so much potential there. And there is the transition. The transition is really simple. Uh, so once you're you're a good enough freelancer and you're making enough money, you can actually start delegating your work and uh, like heading toward a business side instead of just being a freelancer or having your own agency. I love that, mashallah. Well, that's uh, some really great advice. I love all the faces there that you've mentioned um, for our audience to to follow. Um, so, guys, if you uh, got benefit out of this episode, um, make sure to leave a like, a subscribe, and comment. And Yusuf, what what, what should we tell people about our our discovery call, Adam Warpner? What can what should they know about the discovery call that we that we offer for free? What should they should they take us up on this? Should they take us up on this, Yusuf? Yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting this discovery call every day. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. discovery call, bro. What, what, what do you? Yeah, like, why do you think aspiring entrepreneurs should hop on a call with our team? Why is it important for them to do that? It's always, it's always better to, uh, to put your ideas out in the open and, uh, and, and just like discover the the opportunities that you actually you don't necessarily know. So just by getting on this call, you would. Uh, you would really get to talk about what you uh, what you want, and essentially we can uh, like tell you how uh, like the the roadway to to like and guide you to how you can actually reach this and how we can help you reach your goals. Inshallah, definitely, and that's what we're gonna do, guys. And uh, so you heard Yusuf, it's Lami who said it this time. All right, so I, um, I I'm just the listener here, just like all of you listening to this episode. So if you uh, do are or if you're interested in booking a call with us, you're interested in starting your own business or you want to take your own business to the next level if you already have one you can book a call with us for free at ummapreneur.com call so it's ummapreneur.com call we'll speak to you to understand what your goals are and how we can help you inshallah so make sure to do that um, if you are interested in getting our help or mentorship in your journey um, and i really do hope you enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast to show your support you can follow us on your favorite social media platform as well by searching ummapreneur and Yusuf, thank you so much for joining me today, brother. I really enjoyed our conversation, and I'm sure lots of people got amazing value. So thank you for that. Just like Allah. My pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, brother. Take care, guys. We'll see you in the next episode next week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.